With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. It happened very early this morning, the Senate passing the framework of a $3.5 trillion Democrat budget bill. Earlier, senators had passed a $1.2 trillion compromise infrastructure bill. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham was on board with the compromise measure, but did not support the more expensive follow-up bill. We were finding bipartisanship uh, in that space. Now we're moving on to something completely different. I dare say radical. The Democrats' $3.5 trillion measure would include free pre-K and community college, along with money for child and health care and climate change initiatives. Texas Governor Greg Abbott applauding a state Supreme Court ruling that overturns a temporary restraining order that had blocked the lieutenant governor from ordering the arrest and the detention of fugitive Democratic lawmakers who fled the state last month. The governor's office calls it a dangerous attempt by Texas Democrats to undermine our Constitution and avoid doing the job they were elected to do. Also at SRNNews.com, a former Buffalo area congresswoman set to become New York's first female governor. Kathy Hochul is a Western New York Democrat, unfamiliar to many people in the state, even after six years as its lieutenant governor. She will begin reintroducing herself to the public today as she prepares to take the reins of power after Governor Andrew Cuomo announced he would resign from office. It remains to be seen how involved Cuomo will be in state government over the next two weeks, or how he'll hand over authority, something he rarely ceded during his time in office. I'm Mike Hempen. With the U.S. troop pullout from Afghanistan nearing completion this month, the Taliban continues to gobble up more territory in the country. This is SRN News. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. JSO needs the community's help in locating a woman believed to be anywhere from 20 to 30 years old after a witness said she may have been kidnapped. A witness telling cops that a woman was reportedly being forced into a vehicle on 103rd Street. The witness added the woman was originally riding in the vehicle, but at some point she got out and walked away. So the witness says a short time later the vehicle approached her. A man exited. That man grabbed the woman and forced her back into the car and sped off. FEMA says that it has received a request from the, quote, state of Florida to get more ventilators, 300 extra to be exact. In Jacksonville Tuesday, Governor DeSantis says he has not heard anything about that. I would honestly doubt that that's true, but I'll look because we have a lot of stuff that we stockpiled over the last year and a half. City of Jacksonville had five new COVID-19 testing and vaccination sites across Duval County as early as the 16th. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jacksonville's only morning local political talk show, the Ed Dean Radio Show. News, opinion, and your chance to call in with your opinion. Weekday, 6 till 9 a.m. on AM 600 WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still dealing with that stop-and-go traffic on 95 headed south, and it's only getting worse. Those two right lanes are still blocked, so you're going to be sitting in that for at least 12 minutes. Again, more stop-and-go traffic that you'll be sitting in for at least 12 minutes on 95 headed south, right at 295. Expect it to get even worse as more cars hop on the road. Those two right lanes are still blocked. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 
Some clouds today, hot and humid with a chance of rain by the afternoon, 91 are high. This evening, passing clouds with a low of 76, currently 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Biden administration says they plan on increasing deportations and prosecutions to deter migrants from crossing the U.S. southern border illegally. A recent study finds medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to 2020. And on Tuesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill was passed by a vote of 69 to 30, with two Florida U.S. senators voting no. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. You know, when we say literally it's the three fastest hours anywhere in morning talk radio, I get confused. Am I talking to the audience or myself? Because it is absolutely flying by. Yeah. And, of course, it's always the trick that we do because are we working or are we having fun? A little bit of both. Mm, can you tell the difference? As I always say, <laughs> I'm the happiest behind the mic with my good friend Roger Henderson. What? Oh, I thought you were waving at me. Actually, I'm getting some exercise imitating the weather guys on TV, like they're uh, doing an orchestra. Conduct- yeah, some of those weather people need to do a little they're exercise. Vi- very, they're always skinny. They're very animated. You know, it's like you know, being an orchestra conductor. Or, when they, when yeah, they- yeah. No, here's, <laughs> here's the animation of a weather guy. The storm is off the coast of Africa. It's got two weeks left. <laughs> OMG. I'm just kidding. What is it? Invest 25. Tropical Storm Fred. All right. Hey, good to have you with us. All the way with you for another hour. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio. WBOB, the White House is seeking advice from federal lawyers. The check see if the president's got powers that could give him the ability to intervene in states like Florida that are banning mask mandates. The president is also trying to figure out how to get more people vaccinated. And I understand that to badger those folks is not likely to get them to move and get vaccinated. And has lawyers looking to see if he can intervene in states that don't enforce mask mandates. We're checking that, we, but there are on federal workforce I can't. The feds were reportedly considering withholding funds from Florida. Obviously, we don't want to hurt the people of Florida. Fox News' Peter Ducey. Yesterday, with the help of 18-plus more Republicans in the U.S. Senate of a vote of 69 to 30. It passed a $1.2 trillion infrastructure package. Even Minority Leader Mitch McConnell voted for the legislation. President Biden thanked the Republicans yesterday. I want to thank a group of senators, Democrats and Republicans, for doing what they told me they would do. The uh, death of this legislation was mildly premature, as reported. That was President Biden, but according to one Republican senator that voted against it, Republican from Louisiana, Senator John Kennedy, listed a few reasons why the bill wasn't needed. They told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. The rest is Green New Deal and welfare. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. We're going to have to borrow maybe up to $400 billion to pay for it. They told us there was no tax increases. There are. Uh, my state's going to have to pay $1.3 billion in new taxes on our petrochemical industry. When it comes to border enforcement, some may say they're looking at the poll numbers. The Biden White House certainly does not enjoy an overwhelming approval of numbers. In fact, they are in the red 
underwater with the majority of Americans disagreeing with their open border policy. Now, according to CBS News, the Biden administration is looking to be tougher by keeping some of the Trump era policies around dealing with illegal immigrants. The Biden administration is increasing border enforcement in the hopes of deterring migration to the U.S. The move comes amid a 21-year high of migrant arrests, as well as concerns about the rapidly spreading coronavirus Delta variant. Authorities are now flying Central American migrants deep into Mexico under a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42. The Biden administration extended Title 42 indefinitely. The efforts are more strict than the Biden administration's original border policy. Again, that was from CBS News. Americans are drowning in medical debt, according to a study from the Journal of the American Medical Association. From 2009 to 2020, medical bills were the largest source of U.S. debt with a record $140 billion owed. And that's just what's on the book from collection agencies. Medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. Bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. Experts say state and federal legislation is needed to fix the debt crisis. A report from the CBS Evening News. Andrew Cuomo is stepping down resigning being forced to resign amid sexual scandals reporter pete smith governor andrew cuomo of new york announces his resignation as he stared down the possibility of impeachment after a damning report into sexual harassment allegations against him the resignation according to the governor will be effective in 14 days cuomo said the best way i can help now is if i step aside florida governor ron DeSantis made an announcement this past week at least it came from the governor's office saying that if schools are going to violate his executive order and enforce a mask mandate school superintendents and school board members salary could be suspended the governor doubled down on his commitment to ban mask mandates for kids in schools his office released a statement saying the State Board of Education could move to withhold the salary of the district superintendent or school board members who violate the law. The law he's referring to is the executive order saying schools can't order kids to wear masks. Parents have the final say. That is from WESH-TV out of Orlando. And costs are going up for those of you at the restaurants. And of course, if you want meat like beef, chicken, and pork, they're jacked up even more, and you're going to pay more at that dinner table. Tyson Foods is warning customers a price increase is coming as they try to keep up with surging demand and costs. Tyson said it's also struggling to keep up with inflation, saying that costs are rising faster. They can raise their prices, believe it or not. They already raised pork prices by nearly 40% for restaurant customers. Beef and chicken prices have also jumped by 12 and 16%. That's WFXT Fox Affiliate. I got a couple of... Kind of, some of you may be able to guess it. So I love hearing from the audience because you guys, I mean, you've got some great calls this morning. I like when people just can stump at me good. Mm-hmm. Um, 904-831-0600. I know what the answer is because it's a fact. Here's my question to you. Why do you think, you see, it was 69 to 30, 19. So let me set this up. 17 Republicans or 16, 17 advanced the bill forward. But they picked up two more Republicans. One of those was Senator Mitch McConnell. Mm. This should be an easy softball question. Why do you think, I mean, this is legit. Why do you think the Republicans voted in favor of it? What do you think? Hmm. 
Oh, I don't know. Okay. That, no, it's fine. It just hit me yeah. this morning as I'm, as I'm reporting the news. 904-831-0600. The answer is in front of us. We've talked about it the last couple of days. Why do you believe the Republicans? I just I want to hear your analysis. Mm-hmm. To you listening at 904-831-0600, why do the Republicans vote in favor of the infrastructure bill? Is it do it because they're a bunch of moderates? Looks good to the constituents. I'd like to hear your views on this. 904-831-0600. Number two, school started yesterday. Was there any mix-ups? How many of y'all saw this? Was there a, um, for example, did did you see students wearing masks? How was it? I mean, how was the first day of school going on? So kind of curious to hear from that as well. Coming up next, millions of dollars, not millions, a couple of million, over two million of infrastructure package from, if it if it goes through the U.S. House, will be spent on infrastructure here in Jacksonville. But wait till we tell you where the money is going to be spent. Mm. Some of you are going to sit back and just continue to shake your head. 13 minutes after 8 a.m., Ed and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? You're going to be late for work and your kids are going to be late for school. If you're on 95 headed south, right at 295. Traffic is at a complete standstill. You're going to be sitting in that for at least 30 minutes. Again, get comfy because you're going to be sitting in stop traffic for at least 30 minutes. If you're on 95 headed south, right at 295. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 844 55 Bible. That's 844 55 Bible. 844-55-BIBLE. Make someone's day with a little help from Kuhn Flowers. Fresh flowers have a way of adding that extra bit of beauty to your home. They're also a great way to brighten someone's day. And what better way is there to show someone just how much you care than with a fresh bouquet of flowers? One thing's for sure, when you order flowers from Kuhn Flowers, you're going to get the brightest, most colorful, professionally arranged, long-lasting floral arrangements available. Call Kuhn Flowers today at 398-8601. That's 398-8601. Or you can shop online anytime at KuhnFlowers.com. Kuhn Flowers. Hours, making memories since 1947. Water is life. The human body is over 70% water by weight. People everywhere are looking for the highest quality water possible to replenish their bodies and quench their thirst. Provide it for them and own your own business. Become the newest LeBlue Ultra Pure Bottled Water Licensee. LeBlue is looking to expand into Savannah, Southern Georgia, and into Jacksonville. LeBlue has a 40-year history in the bottled water industry, with more than 1 million people drinking LeBlue daily. Compare LeBlue's taste and purity with any other bottled water, and let your body make the choice. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. 
We drink La Blue bottled water every day. La Blue is the purest, best tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love La Blue, and yours will too. La Blue Ultra Pure Bottled Water. It's simply common sense. Look into this incredible opportunity. LeBlue.com. That's L E B L E U.com. Financial issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign amid growing pressure to leave or face impeachment over allegations he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. Eating out is going to cost you more as food companies announce they will be raising their prices for restaurants on items like pork, beef, and chicken. And Governor DeSantis' office says the state could defund the salaries of school district superintendents and county school board members who mandate mask wearing in schools. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Okay, that's the question. Come on, folks. Tell me why the Republicans voted in favor of the infrastructure package. Come on, give me a legit answer. Some of you have been emailing me. That's good emails. Why do they do it? Are they a bunch of moderates? Um, they don't care. They're trying to get a political victory. There, there's a simple reason why that they all weren't in favor of this. Yes, Roger brings up a valid point. They dropped the cost down. Remember, it was 2.3. Well, actually, it was going to go higher, but 2.3. They came down to 1.7. Republicans had them at 500. Then the Republicans jacked it up to $1 trillion. And McConnell says, we'll even go a little higher. So they kind of made a compromise. You're, you're kind of there, Raj. Roger says the 2022 election's coming up. You're, you're kind of in the ballpark. No, I was thinking with the U.S. Senate, that's one-third, roughly, of the, uh, well, a little more than one-third. So of- you mean they voted in favor so they could get reelected, right? Right. I don't think so. Brought back jobs to the state, no? No. Okay, all right. No, but you're, you're close. I mean, you're in the ballpark. You're around first base. I'm looking for a double. Come on, folks. Why do you think the Republicans voted in favor after talking it down? Why do you think the Republicans over, I mean, almost 20 Republicans? Why do you think they well, voted wasn't, in favor? That wasn't most. It wasn't even half, but uh, still a you know, significant number. Why did they vote in favor of the infrastructure bill? 904-831-0600. And filibuster-proof level, too. Yeah. Here's consumer reporter Lauren Verno from News 4 Jax. Wait till you hear, if the infrastructure package goes through the U.S. House, of the amount of money coming in, or the lack of amount, some of you have been saying, that's going to come into Jacksonville. But listen to what the money's going to be spent on. Here's the clip. Well, Jacksonville is set to receive more than $2.9 million. 600000 would be used to build an approach road at Cecil Air and Space now, the other $2.3 million would be given to JTA, who says the money will be used to build a solar power system at the Myrtle Avenue Operations Campus and the Armsdale Transit Hub. The goal is to use some of the solar power to help charge even more electric buses. In- we need to spend more money on Green New Deal. Solar. I mean, solar was around for Green New Deal, but having said that, the Green New Deal, anytime they want to push something, it automatically raises a red flag. We need to spend a couple of more million on electric buses. How about that? Here's more of the clip. 
in the future. The JTA currently has two battery electric buses with charging stations at the Myrtle Avenue Operations Campus for testing, in addition to three electric autonomous vehicles being tested at Armsdale as part of the Ultimate Urban Circulator Program. The what the ultimate urban or wait, urban circulate? You know, I, I just thought of something that actually could end up being a uh, a profit center for JTA because, as I understand it, uh, if you have your own power solar system at your home, you can uh, hook that up to your your meter. It runs backwards. You actually get a check from the power company. Maybe it pays for itself because those those four three uh, electric buses. There's no way they're going to use two million dollars worth of electricity. How whoa, whoa, whoa. how's it how how's somebody going to make money off of this? If you have solar electric at your home okay mm-hmm. under federal law you have that still while you're still wired to the grid your grid if you're, you're producing at home more electricity than you're using it goes back down the grid supplements your neighbor's electricity and the and the power company sends you money i'm trying to find the correlation how jta would make money if it goes through jea if if they if they don't use as much electricity as those buses require, then that money goes back down the grid and supplements all the neighborhood and the vicinity's electricity, and then J- and JTA ends up getting a check from JEA. So JTA would get a check from JEA? Potentially, yeah. I don't know the details, but it seems like they would. And you believe that it would J- for, it the would government's going to give money back to uh, the taxpayer? No, JTA would keep it, probably. <laughs> that's your answer but that's okay no i wanted you to know you kind of made but, an they get, explanation. They, but they do give free rides to the public if you want to take the people mover <laughs> so so here's the question are you going to ride now roger says he's going to just I'm, because you know, I, you know a, a driverless bus i would do it and a drive and, and a pa- passengerless because many passengers I, are on there i they? would have a little concern if it was on a highway but if it was a side street yeah i'd live you know i think it'd be okay just, okay just to say i did it you know so to those of you listening out there we're going to we're going to spend money on electric buses instead of infrastructure, or is electric buses considered infrastructure? I think, you know, we're t- the 21st century. I think we do need, I wouldn't call human infrastructure infrastructure, but anything having to do with communication and transportation, I would call infrastructure. Interesting. I was just kind of curious. Why are we spending all that amount of money? Paying off people's retirement in states that can't run their budgets properly? No, that's not infrastructure. But Uh, let's spend more money on electric vehicles that many buses aren't people using already. But but wiring, you know, neighborhoods that don't have, you know, fiber optic, you know, I'd be okay with that. And and by the way, who's to say the JTA can't, I mean, they probably could could move some of that money around Mm -hmm. to the Skyway. Think about that for a second. So I'm just kind of curious. 904-831-0600, email address, edit W bob.com here's some emails coming in ed i think the republicans voted in favor of that legislation because they wanted to show that they could get along and at least say we gave the president one thing but we're not going to give him the 3.5 human infrastructure pack hmm. it's kind of interesting that's yeah. not the correct answer i'm looking for but some of that out there as well hey ed it's interesting many want to blame the democrats for creating trump i think the republicans created trump because people were ticked off at the Republican Party in 2014, 2015 for not being tough enough against some of Obama's spending. I would agree with you on that. A couple other ones, Ed. Uh, Ed, I can get why we may spend money for a road in the Cecil uh, Airport, but why in the world are we spending another couple of million for electric buses out there that don't even make sense if the drivership or the, the passengers... Do- <coughs> When you do dollar cost per ratio numbers, all that kind of stuff, he says, mm-hmm. they don't even add up. He goes, a business would not do this unless they know that they have the amount of people 
to suffice coming on to get a new bus out there. In other words, the cost per services versus the cost per goods. Kind of an interesting take on that. Here's the answer. You ready for this one? Yeah. Come on, people. Why do you think the Republicans voted in favor of the infrastructure package? I got the clip for you. It's called polls. Mm. That support drops off when we asked about concerts and the workplace. Restaurants. Oh, no, that was a vaccine mandate. Hold on. Wait, wait I got the other poll here. Uh, you know what? I'll play it coming for you on the other side of the break. Some of you will catch it. Coming up next, Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on 295 headed north right at Lem Turner Road. You're going to add about five extra minutes and we still have completely stopped traffic on 95 headed south right at 295. Those two right lanes are still blocked and you're going to be sitting there for at least 30 extra minutes. Again, that's on 95 headed south right at 295. Traffic is backed up and you're going to be sitting in it for at least 30 extra minutes. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. A plumbing problem is an immediate problem. Can't wait around for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning get it done right away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Gives you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. Coming up on the next edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, what's going to happen with this infrastructure deal plus the budget of $3.5 trillion? Our friend, American Majority founder Ned Ryan, will be with us to discuss, plus Clay. Well, I'm going to go to the school board, Buck. What happens with the mask mandate? We will discuss that and more, plus the continuing fallout of Andrew Cuomo. All that more. It'll be the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show Wednesday. Come hang with us. WBOB. All right, here's the, before I get to the calls, here, here's the clip from CNBC Steve Leisman on the poll on Biden from last week. This is the listen to the clip. Two issues 
out there, Americans say the coronavirus is their top area of concern, followed by a tie between immigration and inflation. Then you get a tie between crime and climate change. Infrastructure, well, there's an area the president has championed, seen as the least important issue. This- least important issue? Voters didn't care about it. Republicans can get away with it. Does that make sense? Hmm. They voted because no, if it was a top issue where voters were against it, Republicans wouldn't support it. They were looking at the poll numbers. They saw the numbers down. Nobody really cared about a lot about infrastructure. Go ahead and pass it. Let's just go ahead and pass it. That's why they did it. Let's go to Christy. Hey, Christy. Thanks for calling this morning. Hi. Um, I was calling about the mask mandate. Yeah. I have two um, daughters. One's in 10th grade. One's in 9th grade. One goes to an charter urban school in jacksonville the other one goes to a very privileged um private school and it's interesting because the one um who goes to the public charter school the mask mandate people did what they wanted to do if they signed out they didn't want to wear the mask there wasn't any hysteria first day of school and then um at my daughter's private school it was chaotic um the really? parents wanted to be in yeah it was really kind of the opposite tell me what happened what i thought well there were parents calling up wanting the classes to be shut down they wanted because of the um, mask or non-mask because they wanted everyone wearing masks ah the okay. parents wanted it huh and uh you know and again at the public school that everyone had a choice they filled out a form you know half of the kids were wearing them my daughter was not um and I just uh, thought that was an interesting point. And secondly, with the school board and superintendent, I used to live in Broward County where there was Rumsey from Chicago, who mm-hmm. was as corrupt as you get. Right. You know, you, the only way you can hit these bullies up is with you know, the bank account, you know, with money. They, they will, that's the only time they will listen. The school board is so right. corrupt. Board of Education, you go to D.C., you look at the Glass Palace, right. which is the headquarters. Right. I, I got to run, Christy. I'm glad you called to give me the lowdown, I like the point. She goes, a privileged private school. <laughs> I like that. I mean, just because just it's me. I like privileged private schools. Christy, I'm glad you called with the information. Keep me informed of what's going on in the next few days. Parents messing things up. Oh, I thought the school district was bad. WBOB. Talk Radio, AM 600, 101.1 FM. WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. An early morning party line vote in the Senate advances a $3.5 trillion Democrat spending proposal that includes money for family services, health, education, environmental programs. Earlier, 19 Republicans joined the Democrats in passing a $1.2 trillion compromise infrastructure bill. Meanwhile, Democrats pushing their version of election reform, running into some stiff opposition among Republicans in the Senate. The coronavirus Delta variant hitting parts of the country where fewer people are vaccinated, and it's hitting them hard. The Taliban has seized three more provincial capitals in Afghanistan, along with a local army headquarters. On Wall Street, Dow features seven points higher. NASDAQ features down 27. More details at srnnews.com. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. JSO seeking info on what is being described as a possible kidnapping involving a woman on the west side. This happened around 7 last night along 103rd Street. At some point, a woman was seen getting out of a vehicle walking away. A short time later, the vehicle approached her again. A man reportedly grabbed her and forced her back into the car.
New from overnight, we have learned that Jacksonville Sheriff Mike Williams has tested positive for COVID-19. Williams, who has been fully vaccinated, is said to have only minor symptoms and recovering at home. Governor DeSantis says the surge in COVID cases from the Delta variant hasn't changed his opinion that kids should not be required to wear masks in school. We haven't seen any major change in terms of the percentage of, of hospitalized COVID-positive uh, folks in, in, uh, in hospitals that are pediatrics. It's 1.3% uh, of all COVID-positive patients are pediatrics. DeSantis in Jacksonville Tuesday. That's Jacksonville.radio News. As a business owner, it's top priority that my office equipment and technology is top-notch. That's why I work with CFX Office Technology. Charlene here. Do you want reliable copiers and printers along with a secure scanning and document management solution? Call my friends at CFX Office Technology. CFX is a family business here in Jacksonville. They're helpful, professional, and always respond super fast to any issue. Trust me. Call them for your business needs. Visit cfxoffice.com, cfxoffice.com, and tell them Charlene sent you. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on 295 headed north right at Lem Turner Road. You're going to add about five extra minutes, and we still have completely stopped traffic on 95 headed south right at 295. Those two right lanes are still blocked, and you're going to be sitting there for at least 30 extra minutes. Again, that's on 95 headed south right at 295. Traffic is backed up, and you're going to be sitting in it for at least 30 extra minutes. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Mostly sunny early, increasing clouds with thunderstorms by the afternoon. Hot and humid, 91 the high. Clear tonight, a low of 76, and right now it's 77. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A recent study finds medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to 2020. On Tuesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill passed by a vote of 69 to 30, with the two Florida U.S. Senators voting no. And the Biden administration says they plan on increasing deportations and prosecutions to deter migrants from crossing the U.S. southern border illegally. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. They told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. The rest is Green New Deal and welfare. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. We're going to have to borrow maybe up to $400 billion to pay for it. They told us there was no tax increases. There are. Uh, my state's going to have to pay $1.3 billion in new taxes on our petrochemical industry. That's a Republican from Louisiana, Senator John Kennedy. Good morning. Coming up on uh, 834 Ed Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Some of the tax provisions here that, that really hasn't been thought out. Uh, again, they, they just kind of ran this bill through without much discussion. The uh, 19 Republicans voted in favor of the infrastructure package. I, this is kind of just semantics, as we say, just kind of a, a small change here or in your pocket. In other words, it's not the silver dollar, but it's like dimes on an issue. So it's not the, 
the biggest thing of a tax increase, but they're talking about chemical super funds. This has got to do with taxes on energy out there. Um, the consumer user fees are being extended that were supposed to be sunsetted out there. Some of the welfare areas that he claims is carbon dioxide capture. Going to have broadband internet for underserved communities out there, whatever that means. So in other words, uh, there's not a demand for the private sector to do the internet out there. Mm-hmm. So the government's going to do it kind of like electric vehicles there's not a demand for it so we're going to force it down people's throat and then uh, have the government do it itself so that way the private sector may be forced to have it vaccine mandates as we reported the white house is you know looking at somehow you know forcing people to at least get the mask mandates they'd love to intervene by forced vaccinations remember dr fauci supports it the lieutenant governor pick for governor charlie chris because they both flip-flop and so anyway they support some of the local mandates out there as well but the idea that you can bully and mock somebody to do something reveals that you actually aren't interested in compliance it just actually feels good to do that and if you think that the question over Vaccination and non-vaccination is a is somehow a marker of IQ. It's not. You can go across the board. Brilliant people and stupid people are on the same side. I'm- yeah, the shaming out there with the vaccine. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see where a lot of this goes. Katie Pavlich, town. That was great. Gutfeld, by the way, host of Gutfeld from Townhall.com. Katie Pavlich points out it's funny watching the media acting like DeSantis is just anti-mask. I'm glad that Governor Ron DeSantis is uh, focusing on the fact that the media is reporting that he is banning masks. He is not banning masks. He is banning mandates and allowing people to make their own decisions. It's important to remember how we got to this latest round of panic over masks because the CDC just re-implemented masking and the CDC director came out and said, we're re-implementing masking because vaccinated people are infecting vaccines. By the way, this is not a... I know what you mean. You might have thought this was a slip of the tongue. It's not unvaccinated. It's vaccinated. Implementing masking because vaccinated people are infecting vaccinated people and therefore vaccinated people need to wear masks indoors. That's what- So you don't think of that. Well, wait, we were told that if you got the vaccine, some doctors had said you wouldn't get COVID. Well, we found out that's not to be true. Then, and I do believe the vaccine can help. I have no problem with that. I'm just saying we just point out the balls and strikes out there. It's not, it was a one size fits all. Then we had to redo that, you know, whatever. So anyway, and then we find out that with people that we've talked with, hey, Ed, I got the vaccine. That's fine, minor, Ed, I got COVID. My husband got it, but he's been working, you know, he hadn't caught up from anywhere else. They may have gone somewhere, but it doesn't matter. Vaccine can still catch it from the vaccine. It still trickles down. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, remember, we hear reports all over. Delta variant. Delta variant. So it's interesting to see where a lot of this is taking place. The Biden White House, I think they're doing this because of the poll numbers of when it comes to border enforcement. They are heavily underwater, not just among Republicans, but even some Democrats and independents. Now the Biden White House has said they're going to keep a Trump-era policy in place and get much stricter on the issue of border enforcement. The Biden administration is increasing border enforcement in the hopes of deterring migration to the U.S. The move comes amid a 21-year high of migrant arrests, as well as concerns about the rapidly spreading coronavirus Delta variant. Authorities are now flying Central American migrants deep into Mexico under a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42. The Biden administration extended Title 42 indefinitely. The efforts are more strict than the Biden administration's original border policy, which previously focused on expanding asylum. You know what's what's funny about this is that that's a smart move by the Biden White House to keep that in place. Mm -hmm. 
know what I like about it? It just ticks off the liberal left like AOC because they say that that policy is racist. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember? Oh, remember? If you uh, deport MS-13, it must be because of their color. Well, now the what? Democrats are in charge of enforcing the border, and you know they've got to deal with that at this particular point. You know, it's easy to to criticize somebody from the peanut gallery, but uh, but when you're the one who has to be the one keeping people out of the country who are bringing in COVID-19, and they know it and they release it. That's yeah. That's going to really look be egg on their face coming up in future elections. And, and by the way, just to set mm-hmm. the record straight, the majority of <laughs> cases going up is not because of illegal immigrants being bust in your state don't get me wrong mm-hmm. i think that contributes but based on the percentages of people we talk with and what we yeah. see it's not coming into contact with illegal immigrants covid but, in the united states started with one person getting covid i understand that but they say that the new delta case is going up so what i'm talking about all right so anyway you know some kids are caught at summer camp and you know are there illegal immigrants going to summer camp who knows but the but it's a great argument if you want to play it down mm-hmm. the road because remember if you went to a trump rally or a political rally or protested the government shutting down the economy you were a super spreader but of course if you're black lives matter antifa no spreading whatsoever <laughs> or at least not talking about right it. <laughs> and by the way can i just say this uh-huh. i've never been an obama fan hey Knock yourself out. I am not one of these. I know it's hypocrisy, but you want to know something? I'm not going to shame the former president from having a great time at his 60th birthday party. Please. I'm just ticked off that I didn't get in. I wouldn't have gone anyway. You wouldn't have come on. No. You get an invitation, you wouldn't go. No, because of my picture. Somebody would Photoshop it. I'd definitely be there if I were. And I'd, I'd play golf with him. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, hey, you want to come on and Play around a golf. And I think, you know, we're so polarized. You <laughs> I know, do We it. don't need to hate one another just because we're de- no, I don't different hate political I just, perspectives. Yeah. Let's be friends. I mean, yeah, but here's the point. I probably be, would be the lone conservative. So you, they need to have a token conservative there at the I, party. I, I, well, I agree, <laughs> but can you imagine everybody look at me like I had COVID? That's the problem. <laughs> but but none of them were. Here's the point. I know conservatives want to get on top. And I get there's hypocrisy. I get the argument. Mm-hmm. I don't shame people that are not wearing a mask. If they come down with it, so be it. That is their choice. I'm not going to shame people like a lot of the liberal left wants to do. Oh, you're not wearing a mask. I mean, these are the people, again, you know. But if, if Obama didn't wear a mask at his birthday party, who cares? Yes, I get the argument. It is hypocrisy. I get that argument. It's kind of like going, well, we need to do an investigation of where COVID came from. We all know where it came from. Well, Come at on. this time, you know, Obama. But does it matter? Obama is not an elected official at this point in time. You know, when you see Gavin Newsom telling oh, people yeah. and instituting policy where they have to go through That's all right. these contortions on Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Can you imagine? Keep the mask on while you're eating yeah. turkey. Well, when you're Obama, a private citizen at this point, you know, I think it's two different things to- I, totally. I hope I'm wrong. Okay, I'm prefacing <laughs> this. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think. I know what the poll numbers say, but some of you don't believe the polls anyways. I'm not convinced he's going to lose the recall. In other words, he still may win. Mm-hmm. I, but I hope I'm wrong. I think. What do you think his best competitor is? I don't know. Strongest. Larry but, Elder is but running. Let me tell you something. I, I don't think it's going to be, uh, is it Caitlyn now, Jenner? No, Roger. I know that you like to see Caitlyn elected. I'm not going to go down that road. But anyway. So, no, it's Bruce. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, baby. Anyway, so anyway, some of you will catch that. I was going to tell a joke, but I'm not. Going I know. To. So, so it's anyway, ma'am. That's right. That's right. Stop. Stop. So, it. so but, but here's here's the thing, is that um, I'd love to see Larry Elder. I am a huge fan of radio talk show host Larry Elder. Mm-hmm. He is one. I don't have many favorite talk show hosts because a lot of them are just you know. Um, but I'll explain that someday. Elder, I am a huge fan of. Huge fan. I'd love to see. Man, I would love Larry to see Elder winning that state would be the bomb. Yeah, I agree. It'd only probably be short-term, but I'd love to see it happen. I mean, I don't know if he'd get reelected. 
You know, he probably wouldn't want to. He's oh, I, taking no, he a huge to. pay cut. The radio, the network that that hired him, millionaire. They had him so paid. All right, I'm not going to touch that one, there, Roger. <laughs> I'm being funny. Here's uh, medical bills. According to the Journal of Medical Association, they say that those of you that have medical bills, uh, guess what? It's the largest debt overall uh, for American families that uh, the study shows from 2009 to 2020. Medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. Bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. Experts say state and federal legislation is needed to fix the debt crisis. All right, let me explain this. That is from CBS News. Now, um, we're not downplaying this. I mean, the large, I mean, 1.7 of student loan debt versus 140 of medical debt. Okay, I'm just saying it's not even close. Maybe the math was there weren't that many students compared to that many people who got sick. Maybe the. I'm talking about the overall the, debt. But the, the, by the way, the this aggregate is, amount of money, maybe. This is only based on. Um, mm-hmm. On the collection. I mean, there could be others out there that, that aren't even on record. So the, the media... So this is default debt or no? Well, it's just debt overall, but I'm okay. saying at least on record. What's funny about this is that the media is out there reporting. The reason why is because some states like Florida have not done Medicaid expansion under Obamacare. First off, the state of Florida has done Medicaid expansion in certain areas. All right? I'm just telling you uh-huh. the Republicans have done that. Uh, but have, But so... Well, it would cover the cost. Yeah, but somebody else has got to pay for it, number one. Number two, we had Dr. Julio Gonzalez, who the author of the book, The Case for Free Market Healthcare, was on with our show, comes on with his routinely. He says, this is, re- this is what's not being talked about by the media. Doctors will talk with their, will, they'll have their staff talk with the patient mm-hmm. saying, what can you afford once a month? Pay something. That's right. If everybody who owed you just you know uh, money and just paid a little bit every month, that's a nice little chunk of money coming so in. So to those of they you, agree yeah. to pay it off eventually. Please do not be like one of those taking advantage of mm-hmm. an evictions ban. Pay a little bit to show that you're paying for it, mm-hmm. so it doesn't damage your credit. Get what I'm saying? Plus, it's the right thing to do. It, well, that's true, but nobody does that either. Unfortunately, hospital Roger. workers, you know, they got paid. Yeah. You know? So Got to get paid, man. Yeah. So anyway, so at least pay something on that. Fox News, Peter Deuston reports that the Biden White House is talking to federal lawyers. Maybe we can, since states like Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis aren't going to have a, a mask mandate, maybe the federal government can get involved and do one nationwide or do it in the states. The president is also trying to figure out how to get more people vaccinated. And I understand that to badger those folks is not likely to get them to move and get vaccinated. And has lawyers looking to see if he can intervene in states that don't enforce mask mandates. We're checking that, we, but there are on federal workforce I can. The feds were reportedly considering withholding funds from Florida. Obviously, we don't want to hurt the people of Florida. Mm. So... Follow me for a second. You got a federal law under the Trump administration, sanctuary cities, they're breaking the law. Hmm. Okay. We're going to withhold federal money. OMG, let's take in the court. Now, the Biden White House does it, and there is no federal law dealing with masks or, or mandates like that. So now we're going to threaten to withhold money from the state of Florida? Hmm. Just kind of interesting. Just I'm just saying, you get um, one's legal, one isn't legal. Just kind of take well, on what's that. What's the definition of legal? Once it's been tested into the courts, or 
No, you have a law. You have a law that says, it says you cannot hold you know you cannot hold illegal immigrants based right. on federal law. Whether you agree the law or not, it's a federal law. Mm-hmm. This isn't a law about a, about a mask mandate on that as well. Governor DeSantis says that uh, he'll go after some of those in the education community. If you violate his executive order on mask mandates, some of you may lose your pay. The governor doubled down on his commitment to ban mask mandates for kids in schools. His office released a statement saying the State Board of Education could move to withhold the salary of the district superintendent or school board members who violate the law. The law he's referring to is the executive order saying schools can't order kids to wear masks. Parents have the final say. Okay, now, I understand where he's coming from. Again, I think, now, he could do this because as um, committee week starts next month. They're going to do all the redistricting. It's going to get hot and heavy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Congressional districts. And state and house districts. Huh. So, um, he could probably do it then. I would have gone down the road of, an, of a special session. To make it, because once you have a law, it's much different than an executive order. Executive orders are more easier to sit back and say, well, is it constitutional based on the interpretation? If you can't base on something real quick, then you sit back and go, well, let's go to the letter of the law, what it says about mask mandates among the schools. I think it should have been done that way instead of an executive order. Right. By the way, you all ready for this? I got an email last night from a close friend who says, Ed, have you been following some of the school districts where they're kind of more conservative Mm -hmm. where last night they all meet usually on a tuesday night school districts you know for their school board meeting like you like this one all over the state for the most part yeah last night in several counties one of our researchers was looking at this at floridadaily.com and they were following that last night was votes in several red counties on mask mandates and some of the school officials ready for this we came down with COVID. We can't make it to the meeting tonight. Really? Yep, I got that email last night. First, it, I'm hearing about that. Yeah, I, I it, do not, know that, not locally. This was in yeah, other counties. I do know that there were a handful of counties that uh, that decided to go against the governor's uh, mandate right. and go ahead and require right. them anyway at the expense of their own salaries. Yeah, right. So, and some of those are in South Florida right. County. Now I'm wondering how they're going to get paid. Are they going to be crowdfunded uh, their it, salaries? Is it or suspended, what? which means they'll get it? One way or the other? I don't know. It's probably going to be tested in the courts, but I'm thinking in the meantime, yeah. people have bills to pay. But, My thinking is George Soros is going to be writing checks to these guys. But, but, but I got the email. I mean, my researcher, is, he's been with me for years, and he, he texted me last night. He goes, he goes, we're talking about Republicans, not Democrats. Repo- mm-hmm. Oh, I came down with COVID, because these guys are up for re-election, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh, I came down with COVID. <laughs> you lie. I, I can't come up for a vote because I've come down with COVID. Uh-huh. I can't make it. Really? And my buddy goes, boy. That timing sure is coincidental, isn't it? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Got to take a break. 850 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Traffic is still completely stopped on 95, headed south right at 295. You're going to be sitting in that mess for at least 30 extra minutes. Again, traffic is totally stopped. It's a mess. You're going to be sitting there for at least 30 extra minutes if you're on 95, headed south right at 295. We still have that slow traffic on 295, headed north, right between Lem Turner and Trout River Bridge at about six minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 
901 safe. Hey there, Congresswoman Kat Kamak here, your conservative voice in our nation's capital. Whether it's recovering your hard-earned money from the IRS, ensuring our veterans receive the benefits and care they deserve, applying for or renewing a passport, or any other variety of issues, constituent services are my top priority. If we can help you, your family, or your business, please reach out to our team in our Orange Park office at 904-276-9626. I'm Kat Kamak, and it's my honor to serve you. This ad was paid for with official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20 some odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends, but citizens. That builds up. And then I got sent home for medical treatment. They told me straight up, hey, you got problems. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. And we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them, a good dog. And so we kind of have guided conversations, what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. Sharon Mills Realtor with Watson Realty Corporation says, congratulations, we've made it through the pandemic and the better times we prayed for are ahead. Although there are still challenges, we must continue to remain standing and never lose sight of our hopes and dreams. Sharon Mills believes this is a time to dream bigger for yourselves and America. Time to chart a new course, new normal and thrive. Remember, those who keep moving when everyone else stops will get closer to their dreams faster. Sharon Mills wants to help you get there. Now is a great time to sell and buy a home to move closer to your dreams. Sharon Mills knows how to get it done. Call 904-534-6087. 904-534-6087. That's 904-534-6087. Sharon Mills Realtor with Watson Realty Corporation. She's there for you. Protecting your home is a priority, right? It should be the same for your business. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems to add that extra layer of customized security today. They use the latest technology specializing in fully automatic swing and slide gate operators, access control, and video surveillance systems. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems has provided top-notch customer service for decades and is your best choice in Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Visit SunbeltSYS.com. SunbeltSYS.com. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Eating out is going to cost you more as food companies announce they will be raising their prices for restaurants on items like pork, beef, and chicken. Governor DeSantis' office says the state could defund the salaries of district school superintendents and county school board members who mandate mask wearing in schools. And New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign amid growing pressure to leave or face impeachment over allegations he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. 
Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. Who lost China was a cry heard in the 1950s after communists took over the country. Today, one might ask, who lost Afghanistan? As we near the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attack on America and President Bush's response that pushed back the Taliban, some serious questions must be asked. Why pull out altogether when air and some ground support has kept the Taliban at bay? We've had troops in South Korea and Europe for more than half a century. President Trump started pulling them out and asked those countries to pay more in their own defense. They have. But why can't Afghans defend their country with the training and weapons we gave them? They're caving to the Taliban, which attack with inferior weapons but better motivation. Theirs is a religious motivation, and there is the rub. Osama bin Laden predicted the U.S. would withdraw using Vietnam as his model. Did our dead sacrifice for this? Women and girls will again be oppressed. Will al-Qaeda rise to attack us again? If they do, the blood will be on the hands of two presidents. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state, supports more than 100,000 jobs, and contributes to $35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. All right. Roger, let's get some emails. i got a few minutes left here. Okay. Uh, let me see. Ba, 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 ba. Hey, Ed, tell Roger JEA pays pennies for reverse billing. Really? I uh, guess that was the idea of Jay. No, I didn't know that. So. Yeah, I didn't know. I just knew it was some. I don't have you know solar electric at my house, so I'm not sure of the amount. But I did know that if you have a solar panel uh, system at your house and you don't use enough, you use, you use less money than you're uh, actually manufacturing, then you sell that to your local power company, and they send you a money. So, Yeah. Hey, Ed, uh, always enjoy the morning show. I can't believe we're going to take, if infrastructure money continues outside of the ones that they already passed, Ed, but coming from the infrastructure package, we're going to spend the majority of that money on electric buses? 
Hey, yeah, has anybody done the math? The private sector wouldn't be stupid enough to do this unless there's enough people going on the bus to justify the amount of money to be paid. Now, how about that one? Hey, Ed, I was watching Mike Lindell's Voter Fraud Symposium. He goes, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he goes, Where's the, when's the seriousness kick in? <laughs> so basically his whole argument was that the Dominion voting machines were, were rigged. But um, yeah, the argument that makes the most sense is that they mass mailed out ballots to every registered voter. They may have moved. They don't know. But that was all done in states where Biden was going to win anyway, with yeah. the exception of Utah, which went for Trump. Yeah, so just kind of interesting ones on that one. So, all right. Hey, thankful to God every day for the show. All of you that tune in, and we'll be ready to go tomorrow morning. I want to get to this whole nonsense tomorrow morning, this whole climate change uh, panel and and a study that came out from the United Nations. Well, you ha- you lost me at United Nations. So the climate change. How do we like, you know, we just <laughs> transgendered the words all around. So we'll talk about that coming up tomorrow. Don't forget to download the radio app. Put it on your smartphones, iPhones, Android phones. It's free. No pop-ups, no charge. Go to WBOB.com and end rides. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 to 9 a.m. On Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville. 101.1 FM W266 CX Fruitco. Talk Radio.